Father, tonight we just come in faith to your glorious presence. We come in faith to you as your people, the sheep of your pasture. Thank you for the fellowship that you have privileged us to have with you and with one another. Let your spirit be the governor of tonight's interaction. And let the inheritance go round. Help us to receive that which Jesus has obtained by his blood. Let the administration of the spirit be effectual tonight. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Have your seat in God's presence. God bless you. Welcome somebody on your right, somebody on your left, somebody at your back, somebody in your front. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you happy tonight? Are you grateful to God for the privilege that he has granted us? Ha, glory to Jesus. Praise God. Open your Bibles with me to... Did you do a sound check before service of this my mic? So what's happening? Genesis chapter... I don't know. Is it sound good for you guys? Who did the sound check? Alright, let's come for. Come, come to the stage. It's horrible. Genesis chapter twelve. Open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 12. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. You, you don't have a preset for it. This is preset you put here. This is the preset. This is what you heard and you made it a preset. I said, did you do a preset today? Did you hear it today? Did you do the mic check today? Was it sounding like this when you did it? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So Genesis chapter twelve is good. Maybe you just put on the preset now. That was that couldn't have been what you did for. This was muted. The Lord have mercy on you. Genesis twelve. Now the Lord God, the Lord had said to Abraham, "Get out of your country from your." family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I'll make you a great nation. I'll bless you and make your name great and um, you shall be a blessing. Right? I'll bless those who bless you and I'll curse those who 
I'll bless him. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, the old families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had, command, had spoken to him and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Then Abraham took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son. And all their possessions that they had gathered and the people whom they went, they had acquired in Aaron and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of, of Canaan. All right. Tonight, I don't know, but I just want you to be ready to receive tonight. I sense in my, I know in my spirit that tonight is a special night, um, like other nights, but I don't know. There's just a sense of, <laughs> there's just a sense of something special tonight. Uh, so get ready. Um, um, I am suspecting a major, I am definite of a major uh, explosion in your within tonight. So um, it might, it will be major. So let everybody get set for that. Um, the ushers need to get set for that. We might need that. We might not need that. But it's just a special night. The Lord chooses how he wants to roll with us. So I just want to get everybody set. So just receive from the Lord. The Lord wants to bless us hugely tonight. Um, my wife already told me I should be telling I should be telling beforehand, whether it's Bible study or fire service or we should know. You know what? <laughs> We're not the ones that control the, the service. We just follow him. All right, let me start the teaching from... I just want to have fun somewhere in Genesis chapter 14. Maybe the end of the preaching. We'll go back to the beginning of the preaching. There's just something in Genesis chapter 14 that excites me. And I want to talk about it. Sweet Holy Spirit, we just trust you. We don't feel anything, but we know you. And so we just trust you and we thank you. Because you're a good God. Now, in Genesis chapter 14, there was a major crisis. A very major crisis. It was, it was some serious global war. You know? And um, in Genesis 14, chapter 1, the Bible says, It came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shina, Ario, king of Elassa. You know, some of you... Today will be that day where you would say, I receive power for my destiny. Like, like you, you, you will write to this down and you say, today is that day where I became certain and I, be, I received the power that would make me execute life. Yeah. That's what the Holy Spirit is, is ministering to me because there's going to be a deluge of the gift of faith over the house. All right, Ario, king of Elassa, Shedulauma, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations. And this made war with Bera, king of Sodom, Bashar, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, Shemiba, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zohar. All these were joined together in the Vale of Sidim, which is the 
salt sea. Praise the name of the Lord. So, um, in this particular war, let's read, let's start from verse thirteen again. Let's read thirteen of that chapter, or we'll do twelve. And they took Lot, Abraham's brother's son. That's because in in eleven, put it in eleven so that there can be context. Then they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions and went their way. And they, all, and they also took Lot, Abraham's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. Then one who had escaped came and told Abraham the Hebrew, for he dwelt by the terebinth trees of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Eschol and brother of Aner. And they were allies with Abram. Now, when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his 318. Give me the old KJV. I like this scripture in the old KJV. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his strange servants born in his own house. 318 and pursued them unto Dan. I like that. I like that they were they were born in Abraham's house. Now this this some crazy apostolic dimension here. Like crazy. Uh, is you the offended today? <laughs> Your girlfriend last week you today. <laughs> It's fancy of it last week. Is who you over there today? Ah, what kind of move are you people flying? Where is she? Where is Ruda? Ah, both of them over there today. We need to start your counseling from, from today. Ah, Eva, your family has distracted me. Yeah. The family are trying to build. It's already distracting the house of God. This is what you learned from Laulu. Or Pastor DJ. That's Kukuma, your mentor. Or the Ajais. The Ajais did not do this. When Abraham heard, are we together here? That his brother was taken captive. You know, one of the signs of of flesh, that flesh is alive, is <laughs> one, of the, one of the signs that flesh is alive. Waffles, what's wrong with <laughs> One of the signs that flesh is alive is when you get angry easily. It, it, it's a sign of, of carnality. It means that you are too involved. Are you with me? When, when you get any little thing 
you get angry is because you haven't died to self. And the other one is when you easily get people angry. It's flesh. When you know how to get people frustrated. I want you to get what? Easily frustrated. You know, some people, you can't joke around them. They already feel depressed already, you know, and then all of that. So when you are too touchy, eh, it's not a good... It's not a good sign, you understand? You have to, you know, you have to die to self. You see, sometimes what helps a marriage, for example, sometimes it's not that the partner will change. It's just that what used to get you angry before <laughs> doesn't get you angry again. And then you just see peace in the home. It's not like anybody changed. Is that our... Uh, our propensity to anger just keeps dropping. It's a sign of maturity. And that's what you will notice around old people. That when you go and bring a big case around old people, the way... <laughs> I am wondering that they should have been cutlass and we should have... And then, you know... <laughs> so it's because they have seen a lot and then there's nothing new. You know... So try not to, try not to have the, don't get angry, you know, easily. When people are making a joke, don't feel like the world has crumbled. Do you understand? Are you together with me? Yes, but that one was not a joke. There's something about our family. We need to, <laughs> we need to investigate. You know, they need to pray more, you know. Now, when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his strange servants. Born. So, this is a powerful apostolic house. This is, this is awesome. Listen, I want you to, whenever you read Abraham and Moses, stop thinking of old men who are rearing cattle. <laughs> Remove that picture from your mind. We're talking of real people who really walked with God. I'm talking about like, some men that we haven't even, we need to learn a lot, you know, from them. I can't forget one of my earliest visions and encounters with the Lord. Abraham was the person, you know, I saw a beautiful place in heaven and I was trying to reach that place. Like, I could, I, I could, I could exchange that place with my life on earth. Like, I was really, I was willing to pay the price of debt. To access that place, and I was begging the Lord, "Can I just get here?" And um, the Lord responded from a far place, you know, in that in that vision, that ex, that experience, because it was not like it was not a vision. I was not asleep. I was, it was just a real experience like this. And then He said, "If you want to come here, go learn the ways of Abraham." And it was from that period that I, be, I became excited about Abraham's life. Are we together? Now, this is such a very powerful um, story. So, it means that these guys that Abraham was releasing into this battle were not ex-soldiers that he, that, that he had, you know, that he won. Maybe, in, you know, these are people who were born in his house. So, they started from zero, you see. But by the time Abraham was done with them, they had become mercenaries. Wow, that's amazing. 
by the time Abraham was done with them, they, had become, they were born in his house. They had naming ceremony in Abraham's house. You see? But they could participate in world war. Now, this is amazing. They could. If we don't know which military school did they go to, these were not people under any nation. You know, Abraham, Abraham does not have president. <laughs> you know the way Abraham lived his whole life? Abraham never, he never had president in his life. Like one president or governor is responding to. The man became a nation from the one. He just left and the... <laughs> oh my goodness, the man, is, the man is something else. The man is something else. Like he was, he was a nation. And this man was able to train people who were born in his house. And they were not just like, you know, there are different levels of soldiers. You know, when you watch movies, there are some, maybe Chinese movies, there are some um, fighters that they will first send. Those ones are deserving of death. You understand? <laughs> You know those ones who will first say like 25. The <laughs> guy is behind them in a far place, but they will just say 25. Then the bulls will kill all those 25. Like Within like three, four minutes, just pa, 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 it will kill them. Then after killing them, it will now face the, the, the bulls or the actor. Then both of them will now fight one on one. one. <laughs> Those ones just go and die first, then, <laughs> then we have the one-on-one. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, these Abraham soldiers were not like that. Though. Like each and every one of them was a bulls. Bulls. Not bulls, bulls. It's bulls we used to call it. <laughs> Actor at the bulls. <laughs> Like each one was bulls. Now this is serious. So. This is amazing to me. And this is very, very encouraging for me. Like, we can start from the scratch and be the greatest. <laughs> this is encouraging for me. Listen, we are going to do naming for people. And the children we name, in our eyes, they will be generals. Yes. That's the point here. Yeah. That's the point. In our own very eye, we are going to name children, name babies. And then we we'll watch them turn to generals. We'll watch them turn to missionaries. Well, there will be people who you will have their baby picture and eventually they will be the wealthiest humans on earth you think I'm joking no. <laughs> okay. we're going to have people who we name them, we'll have the evidence in, in the naming ceremony, this is who they are and they will become global generals yeah now, I'm not talking about the old, I'm not talking, I'm talking specifically about the Glory Realms Ministries and the Glory Center Community Church. That 
people who we named them, they will turn out to be deliverers and saviors. And it will be because of Wednesday Bible study. Sunday service. And glory homes. Like you, you literally ask them, how do you turn out to be how you turn out? They say, what's growing up? <laughs> I didn't miss Bible study. I didn't miss Sunday service. And I was part of Alagbuli 3. Jerry, what glory room are you from? <laughs> and I believe three. <laughs> Why are you where you are? Are we here, friend? I'm telling you how it's going to be. It's going to be like that. Now, if you are just here to enjoy Bible study and just follow the normal Christian routine, (laughs) you're not doing yourself good because it's as if you are training, you are in a school where they are raising terrorists. Like you are in a school where people like Osama Bin Laden are being raised and your plan in life is to pickpocket in beggar. That would be a waste of resources. If you are in this house, you have to dream with God. You have to what? Dream with God. Receive the dream of God. Hmm? Everyone who is in this house, who is walking with the Lord, is going to be a phenomenon. How many of you know this thing I'm saying is true? Do you know it's true? Do you know this is not exciting lines while preaching? Do you know this is very definite? So Abraham had um, three guys born in his house. So, So it means that we are not in a hurry. Right? We have time. We have what? We have time. You know, when I was watching your message, you were preaching, and you said that you're already imagining how it will be when we're in our in our seventies and our eighties. We have time. I was listening to Randy Randy Clark today, and he made a statement. He said he was talking about he was teaching a particular service, and he was talking about how the service would go, and he mentioned the things that will happen in the service. And um, like he was responding to people's questions, like you are wondering how I knew. He said, I've been doing it for one hand. He said, I've been doing it since 1984. He said, in, in 1984, everything I said will happen, always happens from 1984 till now. He said, So it's not really about faith, it's about seeing the goodness of God. I've already seen it. <laughs> 1984 is a long time, right? Praise God. Those who are in the Ori have not caught a vision from God. Yes. Those who are in the Ori have an appointment with early death. Yes. 
that's the minimum. Those who are in a hurry have what? And upon, let me explain what I mean. When, when, when you are in a hurry, it's because your vision is short. And you can't live more than your vision. You see, your vision is your lifespan. So when, when you are in a hurry, it's because your vision is short. When you know that if, it's, if the race is 800, 800 meters and, and you want to quickly finish it, 800 meters and you want to quickly finish it, you know it will look like you have speed. <laughs> There's a way to run it 100 meters. There's a way. And there's a way to run 100 meters. So sometimes when you look at the speed with which someone is running, you can predict the kind of race. Okay, this 100 meters, I will soon end it. But if you use 100 meters speed, what are those races those Ethiopians used to win? To to run a marathon. 5,000. 10,000. Now, you know that you will die, right? <laughs> now, it has happened to me before. I was running and I was on a competition. And it was a long race. So, I wanted to quickly win. They said, Paul, I went, Paul. There was a car who was following us small, small. I, I dusted the car. And the other, these were just jogging. So it got to a point. You see, let me let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Don't laugh. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> cartoon is real. You see, when you watch cartoons, eh, all those things you see in cartoons, eh, they are very real. You just need to have an experience to know that it's real. The first time I knew stars, you know, in cartoon, that, those stars they exist. There was a day I just finished having my bath. I was a, I was younger than this. Finished having my bath, like I had not even taken out the water on my body, so I ran out of the bathroom. And you know, in every poor man's house, this is how you know if you are poor or not. The fan behind the fan is one wood with naked. <laughs> Almost every house has that thing. There will be nothing there. It's just those wires. So if you have that in your house, go and go and fix it. So it won't be like you are poor. So we had those things. It's like red, red and blue. So I, I ran out of the bathroom. And then I, I there. And then the two was on my head like this. <laughs> that was the day I knew those stars. Those stars, I saw those stars, real. I saw the stars that is run over my head. I was electrocuted. The second time my new cartoon was real was that race. So as I was running, I got to a point, I now saw my, the bar of my life. I saw and then the thing was going... And he got, and he, as he hit the last, I fell on the ground. 
that they have to help me up. Why? Because I wanted to I wanted to finish quickly. And I did finish quickly. It's just that I did not finish the race that was appointed to me. When when you are in hurry, you will finish. It's just that you will not finish the race that was allotted to you. That's the challenge with hurry. But when you are not in a hurry and you follow the Lord, what will happen is that your days will be renewed. So you might think time is going. Time never goes. What happens is that you are renewed. When you, the stars you are seeing today have been on the journey for a long time. They didn't become stars overnight. Why they look fresh is because they've been renewed. Why? Because they obeyed the right laws. Are we together here? So, we have time. Are you with me? We have what? Time. <coughs> we have time. We have time. Let me take that, please. So, and when Abraham heard his brother was taken, I'm grateful, man of God. When he heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants. Why? Why they can be armed is because they have been trained. That is why they can carry weapon of mass destruction. Because they've been what? Trained. And they were, they were trained when there was no war. As if there is war. <laughs> You see, they were not trained emergency training. They were not trained because of the rumor of war. They were trained when there was peace. But they were so trained when there was peace as though there was war. Now, those are the people God we am. Yes, sir. Who live in the days of peace as if what? As if there is war. Some of you don't know that. All this teaching I'm teaching on marriage. A lot of you don't know you are, you are going to set up real marriage counseling outreach. You don't yet know. Because there is a war that God is preparing us for. Before I started the work of the ministry at the level that I'm doing it now, I thought I'll be a businessman. Yeah. I plan to go into business. I said I want to do real estate. But all the training I went through was because God was preparing me for this, for this war. Then God appeared to me and then armed me for a training. You know, I was showing, um, was it T.Y. yesterday? She came to the office to see me yesterday. And I showed her my diary. That diary will be 20 years old next, next year. Or 20 years old this year, one of the two. That was my first 
time of documenting stuff. And then I began to read, look into that diary. And I saw that there was serious training from day one. So the Lord trains us because he's going to arm us. Huh? For battle. And this one, sir, are not soldiers that might win or lose. <clears throat> These ones are mercenaries. Are you with me? They are ma- straight mercenaries. They immediately, Abraham commissioned them, they began to pursue. <laughs> See now, they just, are you together with me? Yeah. They just was pursuing the army of an organized nation. You see, Abraham is that Abraham's nation was that nation that no nation wanted to have problem with. The guy had his own system of everything. Abraham had his way of doing everything. Even after the war, when they were going to give him the the spoils of war, he said, that is not how I do economy. I have my principle of economy, and that was where he introduced to us his own principle, which is tithing to spirits. That was when he said, I've lifted up, I will not collect anything from you. And it was in that same context that he gave Melchizedek a tithe. Huh? Yes, Are you with me? Yes, and he said, it's important to my values and it's important to our kingdom that it should not be said that you are the one that made me rich. That riches is not the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Are my friends here? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. You know what? You are having... Let me see what's happening to you tonight. You are having a spiritual experience, hold on, that will make you supernaturally enlightened. There is supernatural enlightenment. There is, there is such a thing called enlightenment. It's a real thing. It is the glory of God upgrading you to another frequency. Now, now when you when you are at that level, you see differently, you operate differently, and your your results are different. It's not it's not we're not it's not a joke. It's enlightenment. It's a world that exists, but you are invited via light. A, a world it exists, but you are unaware. You it is light that invites you. You're like wow. John said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. It, means, it didn't have been existing, but they just allowed him to experience it. Wow. Are we together here? Yes, sir. You are, you are, by the power and by the grace of God, you are stepping into divine possibilities. Yeah. Your mind, your spirit is walking into possibilities. Listen, let me say what's happening to you. You are going to own own realities. Heaven's realities. They will become your own. What are you talking about, Pastor? That was what John was saying when he spoke about that which we have seen, we have heard, we have looked upon, our hand have handled. That's not just Bible study. That's real internal experience. 
with the world, the realm, and the truths of God's word. Oh my goodness. See, tonight I have no interest to teach. I'm just teaching because we, because we must teach. What I'm looking for is that God will open your heart. My, my desire tonight is that I'm, I'm looking for all the, all, I'm trying to tamper with all the qualities that will cause you to have an inward experience. That's my, that's, that's my assignment or that's my desire. You get it? When we get old, when we understand, that's why in the realm of the spirit, they don't talk too much. How many of you have dreams? Nobody said anything, but all of us understood ourselves. That's what happens in the realms of the spirit. <laughs> so, so even when I'm not talking tonight, and when I pause, communication is going on. Tonight we're having spiritual communication. Are you together with me? We're having, we're going through. Who? Oh, thank you, Father. Tonight there is, there are droplets of life. You know that's how you get a virus sometimes, or is it? That's diseases. There are droplets of the virus that will be in the air. That's why during COVID they were spraying because there are things in the air. It will just touch you like this. You use your hand. You use your nose. They said it will turn your nose. Before you know, your chest will be beating fast. <laughs> test you say you have COVID-19. <laughs> if you can have COVID-19 by that kind of impartation, What about when Zach is talking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, let's see. I don't, it's a song I'm singing. I try to understand when I spoke in tongues. It's all about Barigi's rap. Every day, let's see. Yeah! Let's go back to Genesis. The good thing about preaching like this is that I'm preaching in my church. Nobody will have the liver. <laughs> you understand? You understand the point? I'm like, I'm the father of the church. You understand, you understand what that means? If I'm another person's church, I'll be wondering whether I'm spoiling the Sabbath. I can't spoil the Sabbath. It's, it's, when I face God, we'll be settling it. But tonight is your night. Tonight is your night. We're tired of living in the in the realms of impossibilities of mad of those useless realms. We're tired. Now we're being empowered to go for the enemy and take him by the jaw and wreck havoc. We're done with theories. We're now walking in victories. We're walking in peace within, confidence within, cut off from the madness of this low world. Living in the realms of heaven. He pursued them unto Dan. 14, 15. And he divided himself against them. 
So that day we had 318 Abraham. He divided himself. So it means that every of that servant can do, all of them can do the same thing. All of them are Abraham. That's what an apostolic house does. Yes, sir. When you are under the apostolic grace and the apostolic unction, it enlightens you to repeat victories. We can repeat victory. Whatever you do where you are, he will do where he is. And he will do where he is. And there can be repetition of what? Of victory in wherever angle we find ourselves. He divided himself against them. It means that an apostolic house, the strength is not domiciled on one man. The strength is distributed. Are you with me? There are going to be some of you who, who, who will lead thousands to this house, to this ministry. Thousands will follow you. Yeah. Thousands will follow you. And like Pastor Zach, take 1,000 new sheep. And I will interview them. Are you willing to be a sheep or you want to be a goat? You say, well, we're there. I see it. In fact, it happens. Some of you don't even know that's what is happening. Yeah. This house has grown just by one person converting his whole family. Yes, sir. That's how this house has grown. It did not grow. No billboard. Nothing. I told you the story of the other day. Somebody got here and was about entering. And the lady said she's not entering. They said, the person that invited said, enter. And I said, no. Ah, where are they carrying me go? Everywhere, just talk, talk like this. Where the people, where the pastor? We don't say anything for outside. How you don't say this place like church? <laughs> it's, it's change. It changed life. Just, it's always like that. Yeah. You get one person before we know the person, we find out the person has six sisters. And they become members. Yeah. Employers and employees. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and brothers. Sisters and sisters. You look at somebody like you look familiar. You say, Yeah, my brother is here. Yeah. Yeah. Sonny came from the US just to enjoy his life. He said he said he arranged come and tell me, give Sonny the mic. Tell let him tell let me let him talk to us. Yeah. Who are you? Where are you coming from? <laughs> Who is your dad? Who is your mom? Who is your brother? Who is your sister? What's your plan? Wait, the mic. Put on the mic now. Is he on? We can't hear from the speaker. We load. All right, talk. We're talking. We load. All right. So, 2018, my brother invited me to this church. Yeah. Uniform then you are still is secondary yeah. school. Yeah. So it was just an experience. Where are you now? What are you doing now? I just graduated from, from the University of Maryland College Park in the US. College of Indiv- University of Maryland College Park. College Par. Par. What does <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> what does that what does that what does 
what's pa? What's what's? Okay. okay. So that part is a city. Yes. <laughs> Why not in Azizi? You say one grammar that. <laughs> It's like Oshodi or <laughs> Is your mic on? Hello? Yeah, okay. Okay, all right. Yeah, so um You came twenty eighteen, yeah. Yes, twenty eighteen. Mm. It was an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, my brother I don't know how much time I am. Um, brought A minute. Okay. Just keep talking. Okay. You know my brother was like he came to pick me from school and he was like, Don't come to church on a Wednesday. I'm like, mm. Don't go to church on Wednesdays. You go to church on Sundays. Um, but he invited me, and mm. I just truly encountered God in that mm. service. Mm. And you know, I, I left later 2018, and I I remember vividly. I was like, I don't miss, I won't miss anything in Nigeria except from that church that I you know get to go wow. and encounter with. And, you know, he gave me a flash drive, and I continued to listen on that flash drive, and you know, I continued to follow the messages. I told um, bro, well, I was like, I've listened to about 95 percent of the messages since then, and that is not. An <laughs> yes, I continued to you know follow him mm. in the US and so when that opportunity came when I graduated I was like I'm scheduling that flight for to Atesodi I'm like I have to be there mm. and I just graduated I'm like this 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 and so when I even came it was an amazing experience where so much I had to be in the overflow I was like wow <laughs> it was a little bit painful because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be in person um, and I wanted to experience it because I've just been online for up to five years and so but i thank god that mm. i'm here i extended my stay to like february and mm. i'm just soaking everything in yeah yeah god has given us power yeah. that will change the world yeah. and that power is locked up inside you you, you, and you. The power is locked inside you. Are you ready? Yes, sir. I know you're ready because the thing is already. I need, I want to release it. It's already. Things has already packed here. He divided himself. Right. That's what an apostolic house does. The grace of God is available. The grace, what was the grace of God? It's the power of God. It's the ability to act as God. That's the grace of God. And everybody, all of Abraham's boys carried the grace. Listen, out of the 318, no one turned back. No, no, no. no one said, ah, hey, why? They have they see differently. Yes. They operate in another. We're talking of war that lives have been lost. And these guys were excited that finally. <laughs> We got. We have a chance to draw blood. Yes. It's always like that. The apostolic check the boys of David always waiting for what? Why? Yes. Because we are preaching from another space. Yes. We are not struggling. Yes. The boys of David are always open. They are. They are war thirsty. They are war thirsty. Like you don't. You don't say. You don't say it. <laughs> Why? Because they have been delivered from survival yes. to kingdom. That's the shift from so that's what the grace does. It delivers you from survival to kingdom. And when the when it's kingdom is assignment, and when there's assignment, there's equipment, there's equipping, there's grace. 
Why is the church weak? The church is operating on survival. If we can, if we can move the people from survival, move them to the kingdom, turn the sense of assignment, then grace will fall. Listen, when you move from kingdom, from survival to assignment, you will suddenly be aware that there is no problem. And there is no problem. No problem anywhere. No problem. You just can't see. The problems will exist too, but it doesn't have the effect it has on other people. It doesn't have that effect on you. Are we still here? I just said, let's come and play here. This is not our scripture. We'll still go back. I just play here. He divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night and smote them. He smote them and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. So this is the this is what you get if you were born in Abraham's house. You'll be a warrior. You, you will have victories because of the grace of God. Now, let's go check the, the, the word that started Abraham off. You know, the starting point. Praise God. I'm grateful. Thank you. God bless you. So grateful. We are going to change the world. I can't say any other thing. That's the only thing I know. That's the only thing in my brain. That's the only thing in my spirit. That is the, that is the ordinance that has been worked inside me. We are going to change the world. Listen, in years to come, you know what you will say? And you will say, and Pastor Zach said we are going to change the world. That's what, that's what you just say. And he said... And this man said, we're going to change the world. And see us changing it. We're going to change the world. The world is getting a huge blow from us. We're going to set the captives free. Yeah. We're going to introduce the ways and the systems, the values of God's kingdom. The culture of God. We're going to introduce it. Are you together with me? It will be with power, with grace. Right, let's go to verse 1. Ah. Now the Lord had said to Abraham. Now, Abraham is, is the father of faith. That's what, that, that is the, that is the office and his description in the spirit. That we see in scripture. That he's called the father of faith. The word father talks about as a progenitor. Started with him as a source. is the beginner of faith. Abraham is the father of faith. And I like that the way his story started. Is the way the story of faith also started. It started with a nouns line. When you read Hebrews 11. Which is the. Chapter of faith. It started with what? Now faith is. When you read here, what do you see again? Now. Because in this, 
in this realm of faith, one of the things it comes with, are you together with me? One of the things it comes with, it comes with the spirit of urgency. Yeah. It, it, it It carries a spirit of urgency, a sense of purpose. It is definite. You see, when, when, when you begin to step into the realms of faith, one of the things that begin to happen to you is that you step into this, into this concentrated, focused sense of, this sense of, your life becomes streamlined. Are we together here? There becomes, you see, you won't have many things you want to do. I'm telling you the truth. You won't have many things you want to do. Your life just keeps getting, and then, Somehow you just begin to lose some relationships. Not like you are bad or they are bad. It just keeps getting smaller and smaller. But get what? It's getting sharper, more powerful, more weight. That's what happens. There's, there's, There's a sense of urgency. There is a sense of purpose. Everything that has to do with you will carry this serious weight of urgency, of purpose. There's going to be intentionality in how you do everything. Yeah. There's, there, there's going to be intentionality in what you choose, how you choose, how you live. Everything, there's just this breath of God upon your life. And it's as though God wants something. And then that becomes your focus. That's the, that's the idea of now. It's, it's, just, it's just like suddenly a light comes on. A light comes on. And what is important dawns on you. A light. It's like a bulb comes on. Boom. And then what is important just dawns on you. And you're like, I'm not going here. I'm going there. Yeah. Now you become very precise. You know what you want and what you don't want. Yeah. You just know what you want. Not Suddenly, you who could marry anybody, you just have marriage now becomes everybody looking like donkeys and monkeys. Everything just, except God gives you, you can't even take anything again. It's a light it comes on, boom! It just comes on. You don't want to live anywhere. You don't want to go anywhere. You just want to. You want to be exact and precise. That's what the spirit of faith. Does it brings us to exactness? Oh my goodness, exactness, precision. You're not looking for the latest opportunity. Everybody's going this way. They said there's something happening now. It doesn't even concern you. Oh, when you are when you are at this level, you will prefer to choose to 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 choose. Oh my goodness, there will be hundred options where you can just pick one from, and you will leave that group. And go to a place where you have to pick rightly. It's just one thing. You just pick one thing. Yeah. One for one will make more sense to you. That You will feel more sure where there is just one for one than hundred pick anyone. You're soul, you'll feel more sure. Oh, are you getting the point I'm talking about? That's what happens. You're not looking for the easiest route. You don't even, you don't even consider it easy. They say there's something, something that when you do something, you will do something. It doesn't even make sense to you. Because what, what is sounding inside is louder than what is sounding outside. There's just a loud voice inside, definite and precise. When that bulb comes on. (laughs) 
It's a bulb that just shifts and changes everything. It came on for Abraham. And boom! Now the Lord had said. Abraham came to this now moment where everything about his life would now become precise and definite. Are you together with me? Precise and what? And definite. Exact. His inward life controls what, ha- what happens outside. He's no longer in a race with anybody anymore. He has resigned from all earthly, earthly races. And is now in alignment with what's inside him. He just wants to align. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, get out of your country. That's what that thing does to you. There's, there's a shout and a command inside you that leads you away from that which is familiar. It leads you away from that which is common. It leads you away from that which is which everybody is doing. Get out of your country. From your family. From your father's house. Oh. So the spirit of faith begins to introduce a new training. A new civilization. It begins to he begins to judge all that you have known in the past. He begins to judge how you have lived life. He begins to judge how you know to do things. He begins to judge how your father told you to do things. He begins to judge how... And that's why Jesus was not afraid when he told us, don't think I came here to make peace. I came here for violence. He says it's war. That was what he said. He said it will be father against son. Why? Because a new principle enters you. A new principle, a new idea, a new passion. Your father just wanted a doctor. And you are not even saying doctor. (laughs) You don't even want the syringe for anything. Because faith has come. I said faith has come. You are even unaware that you are poor. It's as though everybody in the family begins to remind you, hey, you know we are poor. We are not like other people. You you, You can't remember that you are poor. And then all the, all the ethnic wisdom by which they live their lives just to try and not to lose, it doesn't make sense to you anymore. Because suddenly you are no longer poor. Yes. Suddenly it dawns on you that you have been blessed with all spiritual blessings, heavenly blessings in Christ Jesus. It dawns on you, it's not a quotation. It has become who you are, who you are. Hey! When that bulb comes on, you become a different being. When the thing came upon, when that bulb littered over Abraham. Leave your father. Leave your country. Leave your family to a land that I'll show you. Praise God. You see, before you come to the land that, I will, that he will show you, you must first accustom your vo- your yourself to the voice that will speak to you. The, the speaking comes before the seeing. So Abraham's Abraham was first introduced to the voice. He says, "To a land that I will what show you." That will be in the future, but right now he's responding to a voice. Are you together with me? So he's not going to lend the voice later. He's knowing the voice. And then the voice is assuring him that it will turn to pictures. Did you hear what I said? The voice. If you are going to walk with God, 
you have to put premium on what? The voice. The words. Why? Because that's how he's going to train you in the realms of faith. If it was pictures, it wouldn't be faith anymore. Because the Bible says that if we can see it, then it's no more faith. So he's going to start with voice. And guess what? Can I talk to you? God is going to take you to that point where the voice will be so strong that the voice will make more sense to you than the things you can see. Listen, he could see, he knows his country. He can feel his country. He knows his family. He knows his father. He knows his mother. He knows his father's house. Those are things that are tangible that he can see. But right now, he will learn to live again afresh. And now he will be living what can be seen, felt, and touched. And all he's responding to is voice within. Now that's what faith does to you. Faith, faith says, look at all that you can see now. But guess what? There is more than what you can see. And the way we are going to get there is that I will take you out of what you can see and you will have nothing else to respond to than a voice that you can't even see. You are just hearing things. You are just hearing things in prayer. You ju- you're just hearing things in prayer. And then people will dangle and say, if you go this way, you are going to lose your father's house. If you go this way, are you sure you want to go? And then the Lord says, don't worry, go. I'm going to take you to a place that has foundation whose maker is God. Are you together with me? Now the challenge many people have is that you don't have the faith. You drop your life to what you can see. Don't drop your life to what you can see. Take your life to realms by what you cannot see. What's powering you? Things that can be seen or things cannot be seen. That will determine how beautiful or glorious your life will be. So what's the training? God is training us to follow the voice. The voice. That was how Abraham became the father of faith. Is the voice. Fellowship, fellowship with that voice. Place premium on that voice. Let your decisions be based on what that voice. Let that voice lead you. Are you with me? Man and wife preparing, or boy and girl, man, or man and woman preparing for marriage. Ignore what you can see. Go into prayers. And I begin to document what the voice is saying. If you follow the voice, the pictures will appear. It says there's going to be a land that you will see. But it's going to, be, it's going to start from a voice that you can hear. The, the greatness of your business, your career, your destiny, your purpose is hinged on you following a voice. The power of this faith is that there is a voice that speaks to us. That's what makes, that's Christianity. Islam has no voice. No voice in Islam. No voice in Buddhism. But in, in the faith, there is a what? A voice. One voice looking at you when you are in the dunghill. And the voice will say, I ordained you a king. And then you look everywhere around you, there's no king anywhere in your lineage. And the voice keeps saying, you are my king. Walk with me. 
and um, your family teaches you how to be the best slave or the best servant, how to just do well in the world of slavery and servanthood, and then you begin to respond to another voice. And they begin to threaten you and say, if you go this way, you are going to perish, you are going to... And then the voice keeps getting louder. And after a while, you get your identity from this voice. Then after a while, the voice will turn to a land. A voice. A voice is enough. Sit, brother. A voice is enough. If you take that voice for granted, you can't say you are working with God. Now listen to this. Don't listen to that voice once in a while. You see, don't let that voice be an ex- something that excites you during prophesying. No, let that voice be your governor. Let that, don't, don't use that voice once in a while. Let, let, that, let that voice be the reason why you walk the way you walk. Let that voice be the reason why you brag the way you brag. Let that boy voice be the reason why you say no and why you say yes. Let that voice... Because a lot of us know the voice, but we don't engage it like we should. We still engage the previous life. It still affects our mindset. No, it has to be get out. If you have heard that voice, get out. Now, don't hear that voice and still stay. The reason why we haven't seen that land as quick as we should is that though we have heard the voice, but we are still controlled by our country. We are still controlled by our family. We are controlled by what we can see. No, the voice is enough. That was the voice that brought about this old civilization. The earth was filled with darkness. There was void. That voice hit. The, you see, the first encounter the earth had with that voice, it produced. It says, let there be light. Guess what? There was light. Let there be light. There was light. Let there be sun. There was sun. Let there be moon. There was moon. Everything responds to that voice. And when God is going to turn your life around and make you an enigma and make it obvious that he sent you to the earth, what he will give you is the voice. The voice. The voice. The voice. The voice. Get thee out of your father's house. Get out of your country. Don't, 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 don't hold the voice on one hand and you are still holding on to your father's house. You will die like Jonathan. When you've heard that voice, what do you do? Get out. It's a summoning. You respond to it. You get out. The voice begins to mess your mind up and tell you this is not how to live. This is not how. Now, sometimes it's going to tell you, it's going to tell you contrary to all your father has told you. It's going to tell you to, contrary to, how, to what your country has told you. The voice. You know, from that voice, we have heard that this nation is one of, one of the greatest nations on the earth. Yes. The voice. Yes. The others might look at the politicians, but we know the end of this nation because of the voice. But beyond that, today is about your life. Listen, if, if you don't follow the voice, there will not be any, your life will not deserve following. It is only that voice that can make your life a link between mankind and God. Those whose life will connect men to God are those who followed what? The voice. The voice. 
the voice. Tonight, the voice will be loud in your spirit. The voice. The voice. Oh my goodness. The voice. Can somebody say the voice? The voice. The voice is enough. The voice is enough. Is enough for a glorious life. Don't owe the voice today and drop it tomorrow. Don't enjoy the voice during conferences. When you wake up in the heat of your room, whether you don't, you don't, you can't even afford to get anything, and you wake up in the heat, wake up by the power of that voice. When you are walking on the streets as though there is nothing to do, there is nowhere to go, let that voice be your motivation. Let that voice, maybe people come to you and wonder, what what do you have that you are this sure? Like they look, you see, let the voice, let the voice cause you to live a life of of power and grace. A life where people are looking for the evidence, but they don't see it. Because it's inside you. But after a while, a land will show. A land will show. A land. A land, a glorious one. A land that it will be obvious this one is not made by man. Yeah, that's the kind of land. A land that it will be obvious that the builder and the maker is God. It's the voice. The voice. Tonight, the announcement is that if you are, if that voice is not governing you, you are not living as God's child. That's the announcement. Tonight, God is saying, let my voice be your map. Let my voice be your map. Tonight, heaven is saying, let that voice, let it be your map. Oh my God, let the voice be your mood. Let the voice be your destiny. Let the voice be your future. Let the voice, get your name for the voice. Let the voice be your identity. Let that voice be your joy. Let it be your confidence. Let it be your assurance. Let the voice be your word. Let it be what comes out of your mouth. You are not going to speak the problems of your father's house. You will speak the word of the voice. The voice is life. The voice is spirit. The voice is the kingdom. The voice is the glory. The voice is the power. The voice. That voice will purify your blood. Yes. It will change your health status. Yes. That, that voice. Mm. The voice will make everything out of nothing. The voice will make you a wonder. The voice will turn you to a ladder that men can access God and angels. The voice! Oh, the voice of God. Oh, the voice. Oh, the voice! It's the invincible power of God. It is the glory of God. The voice. 
Your whole life is contained in that voice. So that the enemy cannot reach you. Your life is hidden in the voice. Your life is not in your father's house. It's not in your country. It's in the voice. Tonight the Lord says access that voice. Log on to the voice. Log on to the voice tonight. Log on to the voice. Get the assignment from the voice. Oridi kabuna payela. Let the voice redefine you. Let the voice. Oho boyakuma. Oho bodi kabochalabai. Eleketo mosika. The voice. The voice. The voice. The voice. Alle tomo shakure bia. Alle konomasi ladina. Shala tomo sikabote. Mele kotomo sia. Sile tomeshi kadabaya. Ayadenena sisi kabone. Aradala bosi enemo shabaya. Ela katomo siketes. Ile tomo sia paradika. Your life is in that voice. Log on to that voice. Your love is in that voice. Jesus, your lover, lives in the voice. The voice is enough. The voice is enough. More than enough for you. The Your life is in the voice. Ala dala bela kebeni, ala bela gini me asinamana. Log on, log on, log on, log on, log on, take flight, take flight into your world, into your realm, into your life. Take a holy flight. Your voice is enough. Your voice is enough, Lord. Aladila bina. 
Sala kila kune Stavani me shakuba Solo deni kabaya Saleti afi Karados Karados inai Ayati aba Kareta vina Take flight tonight Take flight tonight Take flight tonight To the realms of glory Realms of power The realms of beauty The realms of ordinations Oh Oh Rise up Climb up Stay in Zion The mount of the Lord Eletia Sabala Elekilia Sinamaradaki Iletunumushikitini Kipa Sayetenani Sayetenani Kalikatina Asaituni Kapuna Selevidi Selevidi Ile divini milika divini si kabuni Sele doni meligidi Ashalakia tilikato Saati maya Saate mona Kai kapula bashka Ala temesa Tonight you are stepping into that Which is your own Tonight you are coming into that which is your own your spirit ala dela besisia ile kotome shakuri zele katovis ala kateme saya Fellowship, 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 fellowship with us with the spirit that is inside you, the spirit of destiny, the spirit of your calling. Aha.
There are supernatural activations going on. You are coming into your own. Amen. 
You can stay where you are. I just want to show you something before I let you go. You can stay how you are. Stay. Just enjoy your life. Then it says that I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. Now, the word, what he means by I will make of thee a great nation is that out of you, what will come out is a great nation. But what, what he's saying is that what you would have become, it is, the nation is great because I have made you great. It means that God will do a work in Abraham that there is the resultant effect of that work is that he will become a great nation. So, 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 so that nation is just a manifestation of what Abraham had become. That's what it means when he says, I will make you a great nation. So, so the, the, the nation is not a reward. It's an expression. It's not like God is rewarding a fool with a nation. It's that God is, God is unveiling what Abraham had become inside. Are you with me? So, you see, at this level, take out that what's human. At this level, Abraham is not Abraham and the earth, Satan and those things don't have you see, because it's not a great nation because somebody was kind to him. He had become a great nation. Then God says, when you become a great nation, I will put my blessing on you. Your name will be great. And then, not just that you are blessed, you have become the very route of blessing. You, you, are, you, you become you carry an influence called blessing. So it means that anyone who was not blessed before should come around you. You see, if you stay around Abraham, if you listen to Abraham, you will be blessed. <laughs> so it, it wouldn't matter what's happening in the nations. If we can just get to Abraham, another influence will come upon us. Now that's how the last day will be. The, the world will run to the church. Are you with me? The, the world will run to the church. They will run to us. Because God has done a work in us. Are we together here? Now let's, let's look at this. The next verse quickly. I will bless them that, that bless thee. This is the point. And, I, and curse him that cursed thee. This is the point. God is saying that I have so much, you so much represent me that anyone who speaks well of you, I will, I will count the person correct and righteous. And I will be so happy with the person because anything you have done to Abraham, you have done to me. Because Abraham has become me. This is my example on earth. That's what he's saying. So, if anyone bless Abraham, then, wow, you have sense. Let's bless you. Now, if anyone curse Abraham, I will curse the person. And indeed, shall the old family. Now, the point is, God is going to make a point with us. 
You see, it will, it will start with persecution. But it's not going to end with persecution. God is going to do a work with us where he will confirm that we are valid. He will confirm that he sent us. Are you with me? He will confirm that he sent us. We have become the reference point of what is accurate. Are you together with me? Now, this is the journey that voice is taking you through. You see, the voice will, will purify you and bring you to this place. That was what I was trying to, something close to that I was trying to teach. This was the second level of the second season of prosperity. Is that voice. But the challenge is that we haven't been engaging that voice. We engage the voice in our father's house together. So there's limitation. That's, that's the work I want to do today. The work I want to do today is that by the spirit of God, you become completely soaked in the reality of, the, of what is inside you. Like completely, you, ha- you will no longer look back. You will no longer define yourself from your past experience. Because a lot of us know these things I'm talking about, but it is not what is controlling our lives. So God doesn't have time to do wonders with us. But from today, you have hit another crescendo. You have been completely uh, taken over by the voice of the Lord. And um, the, 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 the visions and the voice and the speakings of God will now be intensified over your life. You will no longer be able to know yourself after the flesh. You now begin to know yourself after the work of the spirit inside you. You carry a new identity, a new perception, a new boldness, a new, com- a new confidence. You no longer have time for your past. You have no time for where you are coming from. You are completely... All you project is what is inside you. Taken over by the Lord. And you know what? You are now permitted to see the wonders of Jesus. Your life becomes the center pot where the wonders of God shall spring forth from. And the earth will find you as a reference from that which is authentic. The earth will find your life a reference from that which is authentic. They will find your life a reference for that which came from heaven. Can you give him all the praise and adore him? Let's take a moment to bless the Lord. A minute, just give him praise. 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 For his purpose over you. For his voice. Give him praise. Can we have a shout of praise in the house?